the northern armies? Just cross the trident. They'll be at the walls of King's Landing in two days. How is she? She hasn't seen anyone since we returned. Hasn't left her chambers. Hasn't accepted any food. She shouldn't be alone. You're worried for her. I admire your empathy. Aren't you worried for her? I'm worried for all of us. They say every time a Targaryen is born, the gods toss a coin and the world holds its breath. You're not much for riddles where I'm from. We both know what she's about to do. That's her decision to make. She is our queen. Men decide where power resides, whether or not they know it. What do you want? All I've ever wanted. The right ruler on the Iron Throne. I still don't know how her coin has landed. But I'm quite certain about yours. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my Game of Thrones TED Talk and NPR <laughs> Hour. Let me, this, this is my Game of Thrones TED Talk called uh, Why Everyone is Wrong and Stupid. Uh, I have guests today. I have guests. I'm not going to keep that up. I'm not going to keep that up. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, girl. What's enough happening? The NPR? Enough with the NPR. Enough with the ASMR. We're here to talk about Game of Thrones. Let's not even delay it anymore. We've already pushed it off for three weeks now. Yeah. Yep. Some number of weeks. Since, since winter fell, I mean, we haven't done anything. So Yeah. Since winter <laughs> fell. We haven't talked about what comes after winter. So. <laughs> hey. uh, the finale's tomorrow. Not today. I, we'll talk about the finale another time. Honestly, can't believe that Game of Thrones is going to be over forever. forever. I'm glad. Now that I see the how the public reacts, we don't deserve this show anymore. I'm glad it's fucking ending. <laughs> yeah, but then the prequels are going to come out, and then the books are going to come out, and then it's just going to be everybody bitching about a new thing. I don't care. Or bitching, the bitching about is the never same gonna thing. End. I want people because it's I the want, same fucking ending. <laughs> I want people, yeah, I want to see people's reaction when the book the books come out in 50, 60 years after <laughs> whoever George R. R. Martin <laughs> passes them down to whenever they finish them. And yeah, his them. son George R. 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 Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably gonna have the same ending and it's gonna be it's gonna be better explained. It'll probably make more It'll make more sense because they're gonna and there's gonna be so much more fucking detail about everything. Yeah, sure. Um, so we're not here to talk about what shit. I mean, we're gonna talk about what people think is shit, but we're gonna talk about this episode, which I think most of us, or both of these episodes, I'm sorry, which I think most of us generally like and are generally excited for the ending. Correct? I think the bells is like top three for me for sure. We will get to the bells. Are we doing we this get, in? Are we yeah, doing two episodes? I, we're gonna. Yeah. We need to talk at least a little so bit. So I did that, not watch the last of the Starks. Okay. That's well, fine. I, I, I watched recap. it, but I didn't. I didn't rewatch it. Yeah, you're fine. We are going to recap everything. Of course, I am Jordan. Uh, we have a full cast here today. Jacob. Hello. Matt. Yo. Trace. Hi. And Kendra's here. Hi. Making a <laughs> special performance. What <laughs> 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 She, uh, she was being you, Jonathan but that's exactly Ness. what you sounded like. <laughs> I was being Jonathan Van Ness. Oh, well, that's who I was being because I'm uh, not creative. And <laughs> it's it's only my second time here. It's okay. We're not all performers. I'm glad you guys both picked the I same I would argue person. that none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> 
not at all. Not even a little bit. All right, let's start talking about some Game of Thrones. Let's not delay it any longer. Yeah. We have The Last of the Starks. Episode four. Winterfell. We episode four. Winterfell came and happened. Night King died. You know, blah, 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 blah. We were all wondering what the fuck was going to happen. Well, turns out they got to burn a lot of bodies, right? Yeah, all of the bodies. Uh, yeah. Tons and tons and tons of bodies. It was a really cool scene with all these fucking bodies laid up. Uh, and then we get moments from Jorah and Danny, Theon and Sansa, Arya and uh, Beric, Sam and Edmund, and John and Lyanna. Just all these like little cool character moments that you know closed out all those stories and really showed what the people living felt about the people who died. Yeah. And then John um, has that his voice sounded so fucking weird in that. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was going to cry or if he it could have been just yeah. a I sound that's weird. What it was. Yeah, he gave this like rousing speech. But yeah, it totally sounded like he was like had a flu or, or was about to break down or something. He just vomits in the middle of a scene. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just really nervous. Sorry. <laughs> I need some of that Starbucks over there. Uh, <laughs> we're not there I, yet right i did think it was interesting that they burned the bodies uh because correct me if i'm wrong that's mostly a dothraki thing right and well and they were they doing it to avoid back. yeah they were doing it originally to avoid white walkers mm-hmm. and uh, i assume i assume I now it's just bury thousands of bodies at the exactly it's it's out of convenience yeah you can just let them sit there right yeah. Well, they would just wall. freeze. It's Light cold enough. Yeah, until summer comes again. Yeah, and then it's going to be fucking nasty, dude. <laughs> just put them in the wall like the Hoover Dam. It'll be fine. <laughs> Make a new one. God. Use them <laughs> to patch wall. the hole. Yeah, Yeah, they got to <laughs> rebuild Winterfell. You're right. So, <laughs> so I don't remember too many specifics about these individual moments. I just remember that they were pretty powerful, pretty well done. Uh, little Little bits there. I was uh, it was a big stab in my big fat beautiful gut when uh, Sansa put the Stark badge on Theon. Yeah, oh, yeah. before she walked oh, away, yeah. I was like, "Man, Theon was a wild ride." He was, mm-hmm. but I'm glad he got his ride, his ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his redemption, even though he went I'm, out kind of like a bitch. But I'm starting to think well, he might be the only happy ending that we're gonna get out of the Theon lived show. like a bitch by the way Jordan he died like a bitch and it's fine no, yeah, but he, he came was back a, <laughs> he was the only one who fucking actually was killed by like the Night King you yeah. know yeah. like ever that's that's yeah besides the dragon but yeah but yeah like ever you never see him kill anyone except for Theon oh shit I didn't even think of that right I mean, none of them the big bad didn't do a damn thing besides Theon <laughs> the big yeah, bad besides like that the, the dragon fucking... and then Theon yeah the little neutral was the big bad. <laughs> the little neutral. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know he's dead, Matt, but uh, why do you think Jorah got friend-zoned one last time? Do you even remember? I mean, obviously that's what it was, <laughs> because you couldn't read a list. She didn't say, I love you or some shit, so, you know, she's fucking friend-zoning him one last time. <laughs> she's like, thanks. Yeah, she effectively gave him a thanks. Or, I love you, I, but like a dad kind of deal so <laughs> i love you but like a weird <laughs> uncle that kind of me at one point it's fine <laughs> let's just add some real comedy into this shit so then after that a uh, big drunken party at winterfell like they're not really processing anything they're just like yo we won uh danny's fucking pissed off the entire fucking time yeah everyone's just hammered but her and everyone's yeah. having fun mm-hmm. but her well yeah she's she just did over there do... drinking starbucks 
<laughs> she did do a cool thing for uh, Gendry. Yeah, yeah. so she she brings Gendry over, and she's like, yo, and I'm going to butcher this. She's like, you're the true son of Robert Baratheon. Like, now you're the lord of what's the place? Storm's End. Storm's End. Storm's End. Well, she made me a well, little she, nervous. She, she asked like, who it was. You're and then, aware that your father, Robert Baratheon, wanted to have me killed. And yeah. overthrew my family. Yeah. And then she says, I think, who's Lord's, uh, Lord of Storm's End? Nobody. And then she says, I think she's like, you should are. be Lord of Storm's End. And he says, I can't, I'm a bastard. And then he is legitimate. No, you are. But Which... then, apparently, so in the first time, I guess they fixed it because the second time around I watched it, it wasn't in there. So it's supposed to be rivers. You know how like the bastard name in the north is snow. Mm -hmm. So it's supposed to be rivers and she called him Gendry Waters. In the first, uh, yeah, but but then when I rewatched it, they took it out completely. They didn't put any name, like any bastard name behind it. Oh, okay. So really? they didn't have a shot with the proper one. Yeah. That's weird. I didn't even mm-hmm. notice. Nice catch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I up, do everybody. remember her. Yeah. Listening well, to what they the also bastard fixed... name was, but I couldn't remember what it was that she said. Yeah, because that was like the same scene where they fixed the uh, the coffee. <laughs> they got rid so, of it. Okay, the so there was just, there was just one like... scene that the editors missed. It's not that they were lazy. It just slipped through the cracks somehow. Yeah, so this is a thing that gets like brought up a lot. Like, oh, fucking lazy. They put a coffee cup in there, blah, 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 blah. Like, this is the type of show where they shoot rehearsals a lot mm-hmm. because they can sometimes get a more genuine take. And I'm 1000% sure that's exactly what happened. And yeah. you missed a coffee cup. You, you fucking move on. Who cares? Yeah, totally. No, I, I agree. There was a truck in the background of last uh, season. Yep. <laughs> what about the Lord of the Rings, bro? The car. Uh, there was a car in the Lord of the Rings. Oh. I don't remember. <laughs> It's been a while. So the weird thing I think happens here, and they apparently are never going to talk about it again. Daenerys either accidentally or on purpose made Gendry another threat to the throne by making him. Oh, by legitimizing him. Yeah, totally. Yes, but she thinks by doing that, he's going to be loyal to her because technically she could take it back, right? No, I don't think so. No, no. Chop his head off. She could still. Yeah, I was going to say she still kill him. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, she's probably hoping that he's going to have loyalty to her because she legitimized him. Yeah, I think it's going to be like, what play. the fuck do I even do with an entire castle to myself? Like, right? Yeah, he's I never even like if if Gendry sits the Iron Throne and this motherfucker got on a boat in season two and we didn't see him for eighteen <laughs> years, and then he somehow ends up being the one who just sits the throne at the end, I, that will blow my mind. He's going to replace the swords on the throne with the oars. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I would love to see the internet's reaction to that. Holy shit! And then so Arya. elsewhere in Arya. Oh yeah, Arya. Wait, she, is that uh, come She's like, it's like right after that. Okay, go ahead. She's like, everyone's celebrating, and she's like the the hero, and she's out in like just outside shooting arrows, and Gendry goes to find her right after that to tell her that he's now legitimized and he wants her to be the lady of Storm's End. That and it looked it looked scene. like she was gonna say yes, and then all of a sudden she's just like, "That's not me." <laughs> it was That's so like cringy because, yeah, we <laughs> all anything? know that Arya's not that 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 girl at all. But Gendry's only you know they were together when they were kids on the way to the right. the wall, and that was it. You know he, right. he didn't know what she'd been through. <clears throat> yeah, and then 
obviously if she had done that you know she wouldn't have gone through the hell that was the bells but maybe she wouldn't have done a certain something in the finale that we don't know about hell's bells (laughs) (laughs) and then um oh just like with nymeria when she said that's not you when she was like come with me he was asking her come with me and she's not me she's like no like you need to recognize that that ain't me. That was a nice scene. I like that scene a lot. So elsewhere yeah, during the party, uh, we have Tormund and John fucking hanging out. And I think this is one of the most important things that happened in that entire episode. They're hanging out and Tormund's like, this motherfucker, look at him. He rode a dragon. Who rides a dragon? A madman or a king? Mm-hmm. Obviously being there were two people riding dragons. One of them's a madman and one of them is a king. <clears throat> is my takeaway from that. Ah, oh, nice foreshadowing. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so I thought that was a real nice moment, just an off-the-cuff thing, and just with Daenerys sitting over there fucking pissed off the whole time, it, like, really uh-huh. highlighted that. Well, then also he brought up the fact that he uh, took a dagger to the heart for his people and lived. Yeah, and that was, like, the first time that had been brought up outside of uh, the, the Night's Watch, right? Like, officially? Yeah. Well, they never no. speak of that again, either. Oh, not directly, because um, Onion Knight guy mentions it kind of offhand when he's introducing John to Danny for the first time. And yeah, but right. those two never talk about it, right? No. <clears throat> weird. That was a weird little poll, I guess, but... Yeah. I thought that would play in more or something. Uh, maybe it does. Maybe, like, maybe next. that's why people rally behind John. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, across the way, we have Jamie Tyrion and Brienne playing a little truth or, da- truth or dare Podrick. game. Oh, and Pod. And Pod is there. Uh, and, you know, long story short, Brienne might be a virgin... She leaves because she's pissed off. Jamie goes there, and then they consummate their uh, friendship. Boing. Oh, sex. <laughs> oh, sex. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie finally has sex with somebody outside of his bloodline, and Brienne finally has sex. I thought it was kind of funny when Jamie was like, I've never slept with a knight before. It's pretty good. Uh, so pretty did, painful to watch. It, did you I guys like, didn't think that was as bad as the Arya Gendry scene. Yeah, yeah. the Arya scene was like watching that, your little mm. sister get boned, but Brienne was kind of sweet, dude. The like you didn't even see a whole lot, but like the first part of part of the side boob, I was like, oh god, no, <laughs> please don't, don't do this to us. <laughs> God, everybody on the internet, ah, oh, she's a grown ass woman. Like, yeah, no shit, but it's still like your, your kid's it's sister. So like, weird. come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, because she was like forced to hide it for so long, you know, like she would yeah. wrap her boobs down and stuff. So. Yeah. That's what makes it weird, but I think that is like a really powerful moment of like, yo. She's an adult now. Kid, and- kids grow up. Like, you've watched this for long enough. She has grown up. Like, you need yeah. to realize that. I thought that was a cool moment there. Uh, the Brienne and Jamie thing, I'm. I'm not like enraged about it like a lot of people are, but because it did make sense, like they did have this relationship that was quite a bit flirty throughout their time together. It just it it felt weird. I don't know. It didn't really feel necessary. Uh, she already got knighted like by Jamie, and that was like her fucking life's dream right there. But I, I don't think it takes anything away necessarily. Well, and then literally not even like the next morning he left her. Yeah, yeah, he just <sighs> and, well, and he kind of uh, made so- it seem. Like, yeah, how how are we separating? Is this going to be one long episode, or are we cutting this into two separate episodes? Because I don't want to spoil stuff for the next spoiler cast. If that act like you don't know what's going to happen. No, 
I think we should just talk about it as one. Yeah. Because okay. like, at this point, okay. people like, have probably seen it. S- seen it. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> see it. They got seen it. They've done seen it already. Oh, I've only that's been up just... for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's gloss over. Like anything that's like, oh, I thought this was going to happen, but that obviously didn't. You know, we'll just we'll just keep going. It'll be fine. Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, I I definitely thought that Jamie was just trying to break Brienne's heart because he knew he was going to die in King's Landing and he didn't want right. want her to love him forever or like mourn him or something like that. Yeah, like oh. be a dick so it hurts less. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, you know, that's a phrase, right? That's he was. <laughs> what it was happening. Yeah. He was just being an asshole, which pissed me off at the time. Um I think he just realized it was one of those situations where he's like, "Damn, I don't care for anyone but Cersei. Like even after having sex with her, he was like, well, wasn't it after "Mm." somebody mentioned that I want to be there when they shove her head on a stick on a pike and put it in front of you or something like that. I think that was kind of the catalyst. He's like, she's not going to live and I need to be there with her kind of deal. So. Uh, I think it was, it, it was Sansa. Sansa. Says, yeah. Yeah. She says, I, yeah. uh, I always wanted to be there when they executed your sister. That's I guess what, I yeah. won't get to. Yeah. Okay. I had forgotten about that. We will definitely get there in here too. <laughs> we can re-remember that. So on the other side of Winterfell, John and Danny are in their room. Uh, John's kind of drunk. And then they start talking about how they're related. And Daenerys gets real fucking jealous about how people know who John is. Once she, he, uh, she, I'm sorry. No, who John is. It's more that they respect and love John. No, and the, like, no, she wants they're... him to swear Bran and Sam to secrecy and tell mm-hmm. nobody of his origins. She's no, that totally was after the fact. His... Yeah, that was after, no, like, it's... like the, the whole jealousy thing when she's talking about and why they don't want to. Yeah, this, this is where she's worried about people knowing. Oh, never yeah. mind. Being Sam and uh, Bran. Uh, so she wants him to swear to secrecy. She's like, yo, if people know, like, they're going to fucking hate me. Like, no one likes me here. They love you. Mm-hmm. I want the throne real bad, John. And he's like, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> She's like, you're my queen. He always says that. It's his thing. Oh, I hate it. Um, and then so Daenerys thinks that everyone will try to destroy them if they find out. If, like, the general people find out. Yeah, which. Trace, take I, it away. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, like, this was this was the first this was the first scene where I was like, Daenerys is fucked because I she never like freaked out like that. As, I mean, on John, but uh, that was the first indication. I was like, she's about to go the route of her daddy, and not John, Eris. Uh, <laughs> why, why, why <laughs> you saying John's her daddy? <laughs> yeah, two different things. But yeah, yeah her biggest her, her concern the entire show has been the throne. Anybody that didn't support that fucking died or was left behind or they were made to be not a threat and i don't think she can handle any outcome that isn't exactly on the throne by herself well she's kind of been spoiled to this point every single thing that she has wanted she's gotten yep eventually like it's been hard yeah yeah Yeah, but like at some point she she's gotten it and and now she feels like she's not going to now it's just like all being kind of stripped away it's little by little it's falling apart in her hands, but she's acting like it's because of where she is, not because she's not because of who she cold. is. Yeah, she, well, and she's just like well, snobby about everything. She's like, I'm not welcome here. She's because she doesn't want to be welcome there. Mm-hmm. Right. She yeah. doesn't try to put herself out yeah, and talk like, to and, people I mean, like John has. Scene, she's sitting there making fucking stink faces. She instead <laughs> of trying to mingle and you know you know hang out with your people, you're, you're gonna sit there and fucking pout. 
Well, because yeah, yeah. she can't fucking burn them all because they're not slavers. They're decent folk. <laughs> <laughs> they're regular people. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then after this happens, everybody's uh, talking about a battle plan for Cersei. You know, they're moving their forces. They're talking about everything. Uh, this is where Sansa wants to rest the armies. Daenerys is like, fuck that. We need to go now. And Jon's like, we, we're going to do what she says. Like, she's our queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Gee, this, this is where queen. Tyrion convinces Daenerys to demand a surrender. Uh, because it would show good faith with the people to which Daenerys agrees. She's like, oh yeah, that the, they would see me as a just ruler at that point. I gave them a chance and they didn't take it. And she also says that she wants to rip out Cersei root and stem, which is a phrase that's been used several times. And I took this to mean that she wants to completely eradicate every fucking memory of her. You know, she wanted yep. to be the living night King, so to speak. She wanted the Lannisters to be gone. She wanted everything that Cersei had ever built or loved or, touched to be fucking gone no i've wished i would include Tyrion in that list of things mm-hmm. and we will we will get there for sure mm-hmm. i just want to make uh, one quick observation because of that she's giving them the option to surrender because she thinks that once the people see that cersei isn't going to protect them that they'll just rise up against cersei which i think comes into play in the next episode big time right so. yeah so this is like a multi-pronged approach like Tyrion has a really good idea here spoilers it kind of backfires all right, so then Arya Sansa. It wouldn't Brain. have backfired if the plan was followed. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. I don't think it's anyone's fault but Daenerys's that Daenerys. No, that's burned not what I'm city. referring to. Oh, I'm okay. referring to the end of this episode, uh, okay. which is a catalyst for the next episode. But after all this, Arya Sansa Bran and Jon, the last of the Starks, all start <gasps> talking, and this is where there's some hemming and hawing, and Jon drops the fucking bomb off screen. Only. Yeah, off screen and only if they Well, it's because we've heard it five times by now. Like, I don't need to yeah. see him tell someone else that he's Aegon Targaryen. Yeah, I, I don't really either. Um, we kind of get know their reactions. Happen. Yeah, we, we yeah. see their reactions to it. Arya apparently doesn't give a fuck, and Sansa's like, oh, whoa, like, this changes everything. I'm going to tell everybody. So <laughs> that's what happens. Uh, Bran <laughs> says three words, and then he's out for the rest <laughs> of the season, apparently. Um, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. This is the moment that like changes fucking the entire course of things for real. Uh, and that will come up very fucking quickly, actually. Yeah. All right. So then we have Tyrion and Jamie, the two brothers who we rarely have seen together. Uh, they are kind of like ribbing at each other. Uh, Tyrion makes fun of him for being with a woman taller than him. Uh, Tyrion apparently hasn't been with a woman in years. You know, we've kind of seen that he's given up that lifestyle. Yeah. And then Bronn shows up. <laughs> so this is one of the main things i agree with the general fucking oorah hate game of thrones population the bronze storyline is fucking useless yep it's completely it nothing it won't do anything and i don't see a point in the it. only thing that it reinforced was bronze like dedication to money and only money because they offer or he was offered river run and he was like well what uh What's double river run? Because Tyrion made him a deal. If anyone paid, <clears throat> was offered him money to kill Tyrion, he'd pay him double. And uh, he says he'll give him High Garden. So he takes he they live because he's like, hey, I'll give you something better later. Yeah, and that's it. And it's only one scene. It's one. It's the two it scenes. Kyburn gives him the fucking crossbow, and he shows up with it. That's it. Yeah. It would have been better if he shows up, looks at him, like tosses a, the fucking crossbow down or some shit, and is like, fuck them. I don't care. Because like, they hey, built like so this friendship yeah. over the last seven seasons. 
And then he just throws it all away for absolutely fucking nothing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does characterize Braun, but it's not a, anything you needed. Like, I didn't yeah. give a shit. I don't give a shit it's about like Braun. Braun I don't. when he's cool with Tyrion. I liked yeah, him then. Like, like when he's helping out, the, the dudes try to be good dudes. Like, that's fine. I guess it is. I don't know. It might just because, yeah, we probably don't like it because he's kind of just a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just money grubbing. But we knew yeah. that. He was, he was a money grubber when he was with Tyrion. And it was funny because Tyrion gave him the money and he was loyal and good to Tyrion. Yeah. He, he does also say, though, that even with a damaged army, he would still bet on Daenerys to win. Yeah, he completely doubts his side of the fight. <laughs> yeah, so that's why he goes somewhere to hide. I don't know. He's like, you'll see me after it's all done. Like, don't worry where I'm going to be for the whole time. It's going to be around. Which hopefully I, we I don't at we this him. point. I wonder if he shows up and, like, kills Tyrion. I don't know. That would be fucking weird. But why else would you even have him in this season at all? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about similar things to that very soon, too. So after this, we see the Hound and Arya sharing a moment as they head for King's Landing. Um, Hound says, unfinished business. Arya's like, yeah, me too. Like, I'm not coming back here. We got shit to do. Which, obviously, a foreshadow to the Clegane Bowl and Cersei as both of their missions, respectively. Yep. More on that later. Uh, Daenerys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Daenerys flies off with her two dragons. Uh, they're going... Are they going to King's Landing, or are they... Yeah. They're going to Dragonstone. Oh. Dragonstone. Okay. So... As they're flying, um, as they're flying away, uh, Tyrion kind of comes up on Sansa and like they share this moment about how fucking Daenerys sucks. And Tyrion's like, you should like give her a chance, honestly. And then Sansa's like, but what if there's someone better? And obviously Tyrion now knows everything. It is no longer a secret. Not at all. Uh, the key here I, is that Rhaegal is still super fucked up from the battle last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or two does, nights he ago. He raises up into the sky really slow, and then he like can't really stabilize himself. And yeah, he does look wonky. Yeah. I was I was pissed when Sansa told Tyrion. For me, it, it wasn't... It didn't seem like she was scheming like she normally does. Like, she wasn't as little fingery. It was back to, like, season one Sansa tattling on Arya for doing something like that like that is what it seemed like it was all it was all emotion based rather than like you know it didn't yeah. really seem like she had a plan there you're right Looking it, it back, it's seem... like not it's it's whatever but uh you know it just seemed way out of left field at at first yeah you're right she didn't seem like a little finger she just seemed like somebody who's like hey what about this whoops yeah that sort of thing yeah my brother should rule mm-hmm. i don't yeah, like so Daenerys, so i'm gonna tell yeah yeah uh, so after that, we have uh, Tormund and John and saying goodbyes to everyone. Uh, John lets Ghost go with Tormund back up north because that's Ooh. where he loves to be. Fucker does Fucking dumb, dude. Ghost is missing an ear, BT dubs. That's pretty cool. Part of an ear, I thought. Fucking embarrassing. Well, yeah, part of an ear. Yeah, <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Um, Sam and Gilly reveal that they have another uh, baby coming. They stay behind and everyone leaves as John may, may have a namesake once their baby is born. Yeah. Right? If it's a so, boy, we're going to name him John. Well, I hope it's a girl. <laughs> John's stupid. Is, uh, girl, still going to name him John. Is this the, the last you. time we see Winterfell, do you think? No, no. No, not at all. I mean, if Sansa wasn't still there, I would say yes, but no. I'm, I'm saying no. Yeah. So anyway, <sighs> that happens. Ghost is gone. Uh, Missandei and Grey Worm are with Daenerys' fleet. She's flying overhead. <sighs> Tyrion and Varys are letting each other in on the information. Varys plays Varys and's like, yo, this ain't a secret anymore, but we need to do what we have to do. Yep. Talks of sharing the throne come up, which seems very unrealistic. 
And Varys is worried about Daenerys' state of mind, which kind of echoes his relationship with her father. Hmm. More, more on that later. <laughs> Nothing really important happens there like that we need to discuss. So then we'll jump to Daenerys in the sky, flying around. There's nice music playing. It's like basically a How to Train Your Dragon movie. And Rhaegal gets fucking ripped apart by scorpion bolts. Out of nowhere. You don't see anything. They're just flying yeah, and he gets three shot. Bam. Yeah. Chest, I think that was neck, the and only other thing chest. that annoyed me was that Euron was fucking Hawkeye all of a sudden. Yeah, there, three fucking that, holes. That fan edit that you shared made the scene just slow the a lot better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Like, first of all, he took shots from several different boats at a dragon that A was not aware, B can't really fly properly. The thing I have a problem with is how did they not see the fleet? Right? Yeah. Like she's just like looking up in the sky, like, oh, everything's gonna be super great <laughs> soon. Yeah. Hey buddy, you wanna come fly over here? And then he's just dead. So uh Daenerys gets pissed off. She tries to like threaten people. I don't know, she doesn't really do anything, and then she leaves as the rest of the fleet is super fucked up. Masande goes overboard, Grey Worm goes overboard. Everybody meets up at the shore, but Masande's missing. Bad, bad news. Did you guys, when you rewatch it, I saw online that apparently you could hear Masande's like screaming no or something when the, uh, like you can hear her being captured in the background of the scene when their boat goes down. Did any of you guys hear that? Uh, I didn't hear it. Had not caught. That seems unrealistic. <laughs> like, how, how would they already capture her as the boat goes down? I don't know. But I think they just picked her up in the water. It's fine. She can't swim. Hasn't she like <laughs> never been to a beach or something? Wasn't that a plot line from last time? No, no she wanted to go back. Or no, she. Beaches. Yeah, she was from there. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, that happens. Shit is starting to go down at this point. Uh, Cersei and Kyburn are back together. We see them for the first time in like two episodes. And yo, warning, everybody's coming. And Cersei's like, yo, let's uh, pull the citizens in inside the gates. Just put them between her and me. So, you know. She's got to go through them. Yeah, she surprise. straight up said that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna she's gonna have to go through them to come to me or whatever. Obviously, baiting Daenerys into fucking up a lot of people. And turns out Masande's there, back in chains, just hanging out, having a good old time. Yeah, she definitely looks like she's enjoying herself. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she's fucking loving it. Trace, what are your thoughts on this scene about Cersei? Um, well, I I find it kind of ironic that Cersei is like. The usurpers are coming. Well, Kyburn is like, the usurpers are coming. And I'm like, uh, Cersei got the throne by her three kids fucking dying and killing her husband. And the people Ooh, coming for the throne are the last people. Usurper. That- <laughs> yeah. And well, and the usurpers are the last family that actually rightfully held the throne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, Cersei's hypocritical. Like, she- yeah, she's. Her brain is not wired correctly. That's like Jeez. the only way I can describe yeah. her head. Fucking nuts. She thinks she has the right. So Varys and she Daenerys does. are at Dragonstone. Um, Daenerys wants Drogon and the armies to storm like right now. And Varys is like, yo, there's thousands of people there. Like the screams of children, whatever. And Daenerys is like, no, fuck that. Like she pissed me off. She killed my children, my, my child. Um, and talking to her won't solve the problem. Perhaps it's better that people see that we tried to make peace but like really the shit's gonna go down um but eventually they do kind of settle on the yo let's go try to talk to her demand surrender we'll see what happens uh i did find it interesting that both cersei and daenerys were wearing red this episode uh the colors in game of thrones are like a big thing and they both had like because their personalities are sort of similar at this point 
where they'll do whatever it takes to like keep the throne. Uh, mm-hmm. They had them like paralleled in red clothing, and Daenerys never wears fucking red. No, she's yeah, especially these last couple seasons, it's all been white. white, black or white. Yeah, yeah, white or like the blue. You know, she had the blue for a long ass time. Yeah. Uh, so then we jump back to Varys and Tyrion, um, talking shop, talking uh, treason. Let's call it. Yeah, they're not really shop. It's like talking shit that's gonna get you killed. Yeah, and they're like, okay, John, John would be better. Uh, yeah, John would totally be. Yeah, yeah, totally. And but Tyrion's fucking scared of her. He yep, is. He's, he's constantly like, just trust her. She's she's gonna do okay. But he, she's you know that right he's thing. doubting everything he does. Yeah, and Varys is like, I am going to do this. Like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, Varys and, served tyrants in the past. He said mm-hmm. he's always done what he thought was best for the realm. That's that's it. And and he will continue to do so. Yep. Uh, we did have a few callbacks here. You know, obviously Varys and. Daenerys had a conversation last season where it was like, hey, if you betray me again, I will fucking burn you alive. And then also Melisandre told Varys, I think, um, that he will be burned in or he will die in Westeros, right? Yeah. Yes. I think I think I'm remembering that correctly, but I might not. Uh, And so this is like the first indication of either Varys or Tyrion or both are going to betray Daenerys before this is all over. Yeah, definitely uh, some shit on the horizon. The shit hawks shit are taking flight. Blowing, yeah, <laughs> some dead dragons on the horizon. Uh, so then, I, as we yeah. close out the episode, we jump back to Winterfell. Jamie hears about the assault on Dragonstone, and he's fucking leaving. Like he's dipping out. Where he, you know, gives Brienne this like heartfelt speech about like you think I'm a good person. Uh, Cersei's hateful, and and so am I. And he fucking dips. Uh, so kind of the indication of whether like he's hate hateful. So is he going to kill her or is this like Matt, you said earlier, he's going to be with the woman he loves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're die. both fucked up and she's going to die. And so am I. Yeah. You know, calling back to his conversation with Braun where he said he wants to die in the arms of the woman he loves. Boom. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Damn. <sighs> More on that later. It's crazy how much shit connects now that we're like talking of episodes like prior yeah, to like the newest all, ones. All the shit you want to like, or not you, but like the people in general want to like shill at Game of Thrones and like suddenly fucking D&D are like bad writers or something. I don't fucking understand. Like they definitely know how to see threads and remember threads and connect them in smart ways from yeah. my opinion anyway. No, I've, I've, I've loved this season. It's been not anything that I've been expecting whatsoever, but I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah one of the notes that problems, I made. But... <laughs> one of the notes that I made on this scene was I have no fucking idea what is going on <laughs> with Jamie's character at this what? point. Yeah, I think it's I'm going to leave it in my head and be satisfied with the fact that it's what we talked about earlier. Like Jamie just does not feel anything for anyone but Cersei. His mm-hmm. life is now Cersei. He he defeated or he helped defeat the army of the dead, and he realizes that. Cersei is not going to win. She is not going to survive. So he needs to be there to die with her. So next yeah. scene. Yeah, scene. it's a tra- it's a tragedy. I mean, there's that's it's you don't always get a happy ending. Like no, sometimes shit no. just sucks. Jamie's Jamie's a, a oh, I took a fucking note. I'm I'm bringing it up. Give me a second. I got to scroll through my shit. <laughs> um, said that you know that he's a flawed man in a toxic relationship with someone that he truly loves, and he'll he'll do whatever it takes, and that no one gets yeah. a happy ending. Who can't relate to that at some point in their lives, right? Yeah. Yep. So the last scene we see, uh, we're outside the gates of King's Landing. Daenerys is there with a small army or not, not really an army, like a 
group of contenders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. Like a security detail. In case they get mobbed by wolves or something, I don't know. If they're standing in that spot and they get attacked, they're fucked. So, Melisandre, no, not Melisandre, Missande is up on the wall with Cersei and the mountain and fucking Euron. Tyrion walks up, Kyburn walks up, they're like, yo, she wants you to surrender. Kyburn's like, yo, she wants you to surrender or else that bitch is dead. That bitch right there. Right now. Right this second. Uh, so then Tyrion's like, well, let me let me fucking talk to her. Let me talk to her. He walks up. Well, he doesn't even this. say that. Kyburn's all, your dragons are weakened and your armies are doing... And he just like walks past. He's, He's like, like, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to go Shut talk up. to her. You're, you're an idiot. And he walks past and he gives this nice speech to Cersei about like, think of your kid. Think of that child inside you. You know, you want it to be safe. Don't do this. Cersei does it. Uh, yeah, Missandei's dead. She dead. Could this ha- scene have prevented the next episode's events fuck no no not not this single scene no it's it's everything at once yeah yeah i I don't think masande dying was the catalyst for daenerys fucking snapping spoilers that was like her best friend it It was it it was like and jorah from before so she's already losing her shit yeah it was her last long time confidant like jorah's dead the fucking what's his face dude is still back at marine or whatever now masande like she has kind of Grey Worm, like Grey Worm's kind of her dude, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, this it was not just the one thing. Honestly, yeah, yeah. if if John had just given her the dick, she'd have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, obviously Tyrion had no reason to know about the baby. Euron is standing right there. Spoilers: they never touch on that. Apparently, he just didn't hear it because he's talking to himself in his head about how fucking cool he is. Uh, I, th- I thought that's that honestly probably what he was doing. Just thinking about next time he was going to fuck Cersei. He's like, yeah. And then I'm going to kill the Kingslayer. Fuck. Yeah. And then I'm going to go get my fucking castle back. Hell yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought this might've been a moment of like Tyrion being a fucking genius and like sowing some discord between the two, like doing it on purpose. Yeah. Um, but we have our confirmation here and anyone who missed it and thinks that next episode wasn't going to happen the way it did. Masande's last word is Dracarys. Like, Fucking burn these people. Yeah. Want to fucking do it. So she gets her head cut off. Grey Worm super fucking upset about it. And her headless, lifeless body falls from the top of the gate. And it's a really fucking chilling scene where Daenerys, you can like see her snap. Like you can see that this is like the Uh, final straw. Yeah. Um, For someone's eyebrows. I've never seen someone emote so much with just the hair above their eyeballs. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right? (laughs) The hair above their eyeballs. Um, I, th- I think it was especially impressive because of all the people in this show, the one that has like the most inconsistent acting performance is definitely Amelia Clark. And she has been fucking pulling her weight this season, like for sure. It must've been the coffee. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's how that episode ends. Um, my biggest takeaway was yo Daenerys has like no allies left. Oh. Like it's John and maybe Tyrion. What's that? What's it. the quote? I- a Targaryen alone in the world is a terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she's about to get more alone as we move into the bells. Anyone else have anything to say about the last of the Starks? Nope. No, I think you should play hell's bells in between here for like five. Yeah, seconds. we can't, aff- we can't afford that. Go home, go. 
fire will get her. Or one of the Dothraki. Or maybe that dragon will eat her. Doesn't matter, she's dead. And you'll be dead too if you don't get out of here. I'm going to kill her. You think you wanted revenge a long time? I've been after it all my life. It's all I care about. And look at me. Look at me! You want to be like me? You come with me. You die here. Sandor. Thank you. All right, so. <laughs> the bells opens. <laughs> the bells open. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen the. Uh, mashup Game of Thrones, Hell's Bells. You should definitely look that up. We'll just plug that right uh, in. I, I think the Metallica one was was better. I mean, that's a better song, but the ACDC one matched up so much better. You know, yeah, talking like, about not taking any prisoners crazy. right as fucking Grey Worms yeah. going crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, so we open this episode with Varys penning letters. We can kind of see a lot about what he's saying in that John is actually Aegon Targaryen. He's the rightful heir to the throne. And one of his little spies comes in and she's like, no, I'm nothing. Like they never say Daenerys's name, but they're clearly talking about Daenerys. Yeah. Like, she won't eat anything. Varys is like, all right, we'll try it supper. Um, of course, our soldiers are watching you. Like that's their job. Like you're doing fine. Uh, first thought here was that Varys was trying to poison her. I did not realize that until like the next day when I was reading stuff online. Uh, yeah, but, I didn't notice it. Yeah. Watch I think, though, that he has something that's driving her crazy. Like, that's amping up her fucking craziness. Possibly just like he did with that. the Mad King. No, because Varys isn't going to drive her insane before the attack if he does truly care about the realm. He's not going to destroy the... I mean, King's Landing as a whole is the throne of the Seven Kingdoms. So, I, I don't but think he, Varys he would wants... drive her crazy. I could see him wants, definitely trying to kill her. He wants to see her unseated by any fucking means necessary, right? So if her people see her go fucking crazy, they'll be more likely to turn against her. Whereas if she's oh. dead, the fight goes on anyway, right? If like, you, I, if I don't you know. have to it's, it's, anything to her drink, slim. I think it's going to be poison and not It's fucking slim like. logic, I admit, but... Well, yeah, I don't think... This was also with Mad King. I don't know. I don't think a supplement is going to make someone go crazy when they're losing as much shit as she is. Yeah. I mean, it, it would help theoretically. I mean, it's a fucking <laughs> magic world. Who knows? It's a magic world. Who the fuck right. does? Um, but yeah, like it, it still very likely seems to be poison. And I have another thought on that later. Uh, so next up, John and his men are on the shores of Dragonstone. Uh, Tyrion's watching. They, their Varys is there. They're talking. Uh, John finally figures out that they, Hey, they know who he is because People want the rightful ruler of the throne. Um, whereas John again is like, no, dude, I don't A, I don't want it. B, she's my fucking queen. You see, you see I got on a knee, right? Like <laughs> she's my queen. So <laughs> John, stubborn as ever. Uh, but one thing that I noticed, there was a there was a riddle that Varys had 
a number of seasons ago about the sellsword, the priest, and the something. I can't remember. Um, but the, it was basically when he says power resides where men believe that it resides. And this is a callback to that moment saying that John is the one with the power. Like he's he has all the power in this situation, regardless of what Tyrion and Varys do. And yeah, I, he has all the support around him. Yeah. People fucking love him. But John is a fucking he's a Ned Stark, dude. He's he's <laughs> mini Ned. He's mini fucking Ned, as Matt says. Yeah. He's too honorable. He is like for his own good, possibly. Oh well, you know, at the Night's Watch, definitely, but we yeah, still but, have uh, not seen that. is actually trying to convince John to take the throne, and he's he brings up the quote again. Uh, every time a Targaryen's born, the gods toss a coin, and the world holds its breath. And then he also followed it up with, "I'm not sure uh, how her coin will land, but I'm very certain about yours." Yeah, that yeah. was that was a nice a fucking uh, rad nice quote. To that quote, and just like fucking yo, I'm behind you. Like I know Ooh. you. Stop the devil, you know. Uh, this this is the scene where I just are Targaryens bipolar? Are they just all fucking bipolar? Because throughout this whole entire series, we've seen Daenerys be both ruthless and very fucking caring. Like she literally put slavers in crucifixes and then gave them water. Like because oh yeah, it's true. Like I don't know, man. It just seems like the whole flip of the coin thing. You either get the good side or the bad side. Sometimes it's bad side with some good, or sometimes it's good side with some bad. You know, I don't know. We'll never get that answer. I just thought about it. You know, I doubt this is a mental health piece from George. <laughs> right. It's not like a, a social commentary on the severity of, of bipolar. Just ends with a donation ad to donate to mental health <laughs> charities. <laughs> People yeah, would love that. The scene after this is the first scene that we see Daenerys in the episode. And it's the first it's the first sight of uh of her knowing that just shit is falling apart in her hands and you can see it in her damn face. Yeah. I was surprised she's, that Amelia's acting in this scene. A, she's fucking rough looking. B, she has like a negative amount of makeup on. C, it looks like she's been fucking crying for days. Like mm -hmm. she looks rough. It also looks like she hasn't been eating. So, you know, call back to first scene. Right. Yeah, she her she looks gaunt. <laughs> That's a good word for it. <laughs> this, is when, this is when Tyrion walks in and is like, hey, buddy, we got to talk. Someone may have sort of betrayed you. And Daenerys, very matter of factly, is like, yeah, John. Like John, full stop. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, no, it was it was Varys. Like, Varys did it. You remember how you said you were gonna burn him? He did it. To which Daenerys is like, Oh, well, fuck that guy too. But really, John betrayed me because I told him not to tell anybody about us, and he did. Well, and she even rips Tyrion because she's like Varys knew because you told him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she says I believe this is right here where she says, the next time you betray me, it will be the last time. Yep. We'll talk about that again in a few scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously she's, she's just completely unhinged at this point. She's like, nope. Like anybody who doesn't listen to me, fuck them. Like I'm, I'm doing it right now. Like this is yep. me. She, so she has become the queen of the ashes. Yeah. Well, she's about to, even though she said she wasn't. So we come back to Varys still writing letters. Uh, the rest of the letters are gone. He pres presumably sent them. Um, he so hears when, when I watched the episode the first time, I didn't realize that those scenes were kind of shot so concurrently that I assumed it was the same letter that he burnt when he uh, was the one that he was writing. Um, <clears throat> I didn't maybe. think that it was like, no, 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 because it was definitely during the, the first time when or the second time when I watched it, it was definitely during the day 
in that first scene, and then when Grey Worm comes to get him to uh, oh yeah, they, they to do take burn him down to the night. beach. It's it's at night, so I I think you're right. I think the damage is done, and Varys sent those letters and ravens out to as many people as he possibly could, and burnt the last one. So there, you know, wasn't any evidence it was him. But yeah, in the first time of him writing, there were like half a dozen, a dozen rolled up scrolls on the desk, and now they are gone. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't even notice that part. The yeah, the second time. Through. Uh, so he hears people coming in. He starts burning the letter. He takes off his rings, puts them in a little cup. Grey Worm comes in. He's like, let's go, bro. Let's go do this thing. You know what's about to happen. We have a nice moment with um, Tyrion and Varys where he's like, it was me. I told him. Yeah, Sorry, a nice moment. He's like, uh, <laughs> the old friend, you're the reason I'm the reason you're dying right now. I mean, that's At, that. But if it wasn't, if he didn't tell, say it was Varys when it was Varys, Tyrion would have died for Varys's doings. Neither right. of those two people trust anyone enough to have friends. They have the, I think those two are the, the what they would consider friends. Uh, but that's the least that Tyrion could do for him. It's like, let him yeah. know. I respect you enough to let you know that I'm the one who killed you. Right. And Varys is like cool with it. He's like, hey, I, I hope I deserve this. Like, I hope mm-hmm. I'm wrong. But I I told you, I will do what I think is best for the realm. Uh, goodbye, old friend, he says. And, and Tyrion puts his arm on him. And Varys kind of looks weird. Like, he, he looks shocked by it. And I'm pretty sure this is the first time in the entire show that someone has touched Varys. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't mean that to be, like, in a weird way. I just mean, like, people see yeah. him as this eunuch weird motherfucker that nobody has ever, like, had contact with him. And so Tyrion's like, yo, puts his arm on him. And Varys is like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. you don't think I'm a disgusting motherfucker? I don't know. It's, it was just something. Uh, but I also think that the rings that he takes off and puts in the cup, I think that might be more poison. Uh, we do have the like track record of when Joffrey was killed. Mm-hmm. The poison was on Sansa's necklace. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he went out like a boss. He may be like the, the final fucking servant of the red God, um, which like calls back to Melisandre and him talking. And, you know, it just, it just might be. He finally does it. I don't know. There's so many different threads that could take Daenerys out. I can't wait to see which one it is. Because it's going to be one, right? It's going to be yeah. one. Please tell. I hope so. God. Unless she just oh, fucking. She's definitely going to die. What if she. All right. Well, I was going to yeah, say this for the that. end, but I'll save it for the end. Okay. I'll try to remember. Uh, Varys dies. He gets burned. We all knew that was going to happen. Well, okay. So I got a, f- a few things about this scene in particular. I'm surprised that John wasn't the one to execute Varys because Ned always said. Mm-hmm. The, the man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. So I thought he would kind of like, you know, step but, in to keep the blood off of the queen's hands or something like that, you know. But it's it's not his sentence, you know. I yeah, think that I guess very well true. could be another thing that divides the two of them because that's like a very honorable thing to do. And this is John's first time seeing that like Daenerys doesn't do that technically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there could be like a little bit of a divide forming there as well. Yeah, uh, that dragon coming out of the darkness behind her as she's like telling Varys that no spooky he dude, sent us into dude. death. Yeah, it was fucking rad as hell. Um, I, I give that dragon props for being entirely silent that whole time. Yeah, until he needed to make himself known. <laughs> right. Um, and then also, how fucking hot must it have been to be standing in front of Varys as he's getting torched? Because I've been to like concerts before where the stage pyrotechnics feel like they're hot enough to melt my arm hair off. And these motherfuckers are standing like four feet away from a dragon while he's breathing a pillar. <laughs> <of my mouth. laughs> 
not managing. Like, I feel about radiant heat in general. They should all have like singed eyebrows and like tanned faces <laughs> when they turn around. Tyrion's the new Varys because it just singes all his hair off. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fucked up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dragon fire. It's different. Who knows? I oh, I wanted to say one thing that I forgot from before about uh, Rhaegal getting super fucked up and Daenerys riding Drogon this whole time. She obviously has this like preference toward Drogon, of course. Yeah, definitely. It really seems like he is the one that's in most control. You know, like a, a few seasons ago when they were just like unruly teenagers and she locked him up. I feel like she, Drogon is the only one that she can like control fully, you know, and, and he's always shown that. So I think that his adeptness at avoiding said scorpion bolts uh, has like an explanation there because she has always been in control of him. Yeah. So we'll see. Back in Dragonstone, Daenerys and Grey Worm kind of meet up for a minute. Gives her, gives him um, Missandei's last possession. It was the collar that she had when she was freed. Mm-hmm. Grey Worm looks at it, like has a brief moment, and then just throws it in the fire. Um, this was kind of like a really quick scene that just provided some characterization for Grey Worm. I think that it has to do with like his life previously. He didn't care about love. He only cared about fighting. I think he's kind of disappointed in himself for falling in love. Like now that that has like betrayed him. Um, and he's, he also is in a way to Daenerys saying like, Hey, you're not a liberator anymore. Like you're not here to free slaves. Mm-hmm. You're here to rule, you know? So he throws the symbol of slavery into the fire. I thought that was yeah. a cool scene. That was like really, really brief. Yeah, uh, next up, gray worm and Daenerys are in the room with John or wait, no, John gray walks into the room. I'm sorry. Yeah. He walks into that same room, not a different room, and Grey Room leaves. Uh, John and Daenerys have a moment. So I told you, you so. Notice yeah. during that entire conversation that Danny was backlit by the fire the entire time. John just had a, like a black yeah. background, but hers it was just a, a flame right next to her head, and then her face, right, perfect in the shot. It was fucking beautiful. This this episode specifically, but this season has been so beautifully shot. But yeah. So they're talking. Daenerys is like, yo, told you Varys was going to do it. You motherfucker, you should have listened to me. She's like, you know, Westeros loves you. Like, they don't give a fuck about me. They hate me. Jon's like, remember, you're my queen. Like, I've said that before, I think. This is where Daenerys, like, gives that last push. Is that all I am to you? Your queen? They, like, try to fucking get close and everything. And Jon's like, yeah, kind of. Like, for real. So that's when this is, like, the moment where Daenerys was like, all right, fuck. Let it be fear. Let it be fear. Yep. Let it let it be fucking fear. That's what it is. So really, and John, yeah, he should have known right there <laughs> that she was going to do something dumb. She should have known. He should have known. He should have put the fucking dick in her. She would have been fine. Uh, yeah, the dick or a shit. sword, either way. <laughs> either one. Some sort of object of a phallic shape <laughs> needed to go into Daenerys at this moment in time. Uh, I do think there's a little bit of foreshadowing here. Possibly, um, we have the like iconic hand on the neck. You know, as they embrace each other uh, later in the episode, we see that with Jamie and Cersei spoilers. I wonder if that's an indication of like they are going to die together. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, John should have just banged his aunt like should just got it done. <laughs> but John doesn't care. He's, he's weirded out by it. Next scene. Daenerys is in the throne room at Dragonstone. Would you Tyrion fuck your aunt to save one million people from dying? No, nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> see if if you wouldn't do it yourself you can't ask john right. to do it. if my aunt was amelia clark the scales kind of shift a little bit you know what i'm saying <laughs> fair enough anyway they're in the throne room they're talking strategy let's go now 
Like, Grey Worm, get the fucking Unsullied. We're going right the fuck now. Mm-hmm. Tyrion, knowing everything about King's Landing, is like, hey, if you hear the bells, call off the attack. Please, because that means they've surrendered. Yeah, he's, he's Daenerys, begging her. Yeah, Daenerys kind of don't give a shit. She turns to Grey Worm and is like, wait outside the city. You'll know when the time is. Uh, Tyrion leaves. He looks terrified, too. He, he, he looks 100% knows what's going to happen. He knows this shit's about to go down. Yeah. As he's leaving, Daenerys stops him and is like, hey, you know your brother, Jamie. We kind of we kind of stopped him as he was trying to leave. Seems he hasn't abandoned your sister after all. She says, next time you fail me will be the last time you fail me. That's that's when this moment was. Yeah. Um, Tyrion is still fucking trying, dude. He's still trying to help her be the the ruler that he thinks she's going to be. Mm-hmm. And it ain't working. Daenerys is is gone at this point. Like, let it let it be fear. Like, that's the only thing I fucking want to even entertain right now. Yeah. Uh, a couple other scenes go by. These aren't really that important. We have uh, Tyrion talking to Davos about like, hey, can you do me a favor? Um, I believe that's either getting Jamie a boat or sneaking him into King's Landing or out of somewhere. Um, oh, I forgot. We had a super cool scene with Tyrion and Jamie. This like really fucking good brotherly scene. Where is that? Where's that scene? Yeah, I've got It's uh, after Davos. Is it? Yeah. Fuck it, let's go. We'll talk about it at the end <laughs> if we have. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. it was running. Yeah. It is literally the next moment. So, we have this cool scene between Tyrion and Jamie where Tyrion obviously goes to set him free and it's like, "Hey, get Cersei, get her out of the fucking city. Like it's going to fall." You know, Tyrion yeah, talks about I was, get I was on a boat there. if you're lucky, you'll make it to Pentos. Yeah, he's like, I was there the last time it was attacked. I promise you it is going to fall tomorrow. Um, they have this really cool moment about like Tyrion tells Jamie, you're the only one who didn't think I was a monster. You didn't treat me like a monster. It's a really nice like brotherly scene to really close out these two's relationship. Uh, that's been pretty tumultuous for most of the time. Um, I think yeah. this is like one of the best scenes that the show has had in a long time. I was just going to say that. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite scenes from the series. And Consequently, Tyrion may have just signed his own death warrant by doing this everything mm-hmm. that he's just done. Letting go of Daenerys' prisoner, I feel like is a betrayal. The things you I do for like love. The, thi- the things you do for love. Oh, also, Tyrion trying to speak to the Unsullied outside of Jamie's tent. Uh, and then they're like, yeah. Speak the common tongue was pretty funny. <laughs> trying to pull up the. Is it Valyrian that they speak? or I, I'm not sure. I don't remember. He was trying to speak their language and failing miserably. Um, so the next major scene we see is Cersei looking at the gates. Uh, gates of the Red Keep are closed. The Hound and Arya are inside. Um, Jamie is not inside. He tried to get through the gate. Didn't really happen. Then we have from the from the literal sun, Daenerys flies down on a dragon and completely fucking wipes out Euron's fleet. Like scorpions are no match. He's he's flying really low so that they have to turn. They have to like you know make more drastic maneuvers to hit him doesn't really work it's burning the fuck out of the entire how fleet. shit the scorpions are yeah They're like they've literally hit one thing in the pointless. entire show i don't hate them like i don't think they're pointless in a way that i hate them i think it was like a false security for cersei simply because oh they got a few lucky hits on a dragon that couldn't really fly cool remember the yeah, first time they tried yeah. to hit that dragon they're siege weapons. They're not meant for precision fucking maneuvers unless it was like that episode where they caught him by surprise. Boom. So without that surprise, they're not going to fucking work. Mm. Right. So, you know, spoilers for the rest of the episode. The scorpions never come into play ever again. There's not even a close call. Yeah. I'm also so, surprised that like the because they're compl- 
completely around the the walls of King's Landing, why aren't they shooting them at the fucking Unsullied and stuff while they're trying to breach the walls or something? It's like they only shoot it at the dragon when it's there. We're not fucking. I mean, I would have loved to see some dudes get pegged with one of those. Nuking me down. I'm not going to be focused on the guys at the base of the wall. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they wanted to like save their ammo and you know keep their aim or whatever. I, I don't know, but that's probably a good justification for that. Yeah. So anyway, after she burns the fleet, she starts flying around the city, just burning all the scorpions. She fucking blasts open. No, oh, this is my favorite fucking part. She fucking blasts open the front gate, which is the signal for um, Grey Worm and the Unsullied to attack, and they do. The fucking Golden Company is wiped out immediately. Yep. Knock off Matt fucking, Smith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't get crushed by a wall i thought this was stabbed in the back by gray worm this was fucking perfect because uh harry strickland the leader of the golden company he's supposed to be like this fucking badass general and shit right well a general is nothing without his army right so his army gets fucking wiped out the golden company the best fucking sell swords in the land are a bunch of bitches but the shot the way that this episode is shot they literally mirror john in the battle of the bastards strickland mm-hmm. stands up he gets into position and he sees the charge but instead of you know pulling out his sword like john did he fucking turns yeah. and runs the fuck out <laughs> <Yeah>. of there <laughs> so in a way it, it showed that like hey they're they fucking lost already it's over yeah but also it frames the good guys as the bad guys mm. because they're the ones Just running the down charge. a scared man yeah running down a fucking afraid dude yeah uh, also, I think that scene looked pretty rough. Like all things considered, it looked like green screen and it looked weird. Oh know. yeah, it, it was a little off for but sure. I'm fine with it. I, I don't. I don't care. So they get inside. They get inside the walls. Everybody's fucking screaming in the city. Cersei's up in the tower, like watching it, like showing just a little bit of concern, but she still like thinks that the scorpions are there. So Kyburn comes in. He's like, "Hey." <laughs> Bad news. So good news, bad news. Uh, Scorpions are gone, but um, we have a place we can, there's like a super safe place we can go to. I promise you. Um, Spoilers. They don't go there. (laughs) So the the army faces off in the streets against the Lannisters. Like they're just sitting there. Nobody's attacking because they're like the fucking Lannister guards. I've always hated their stupid fucking helmets, but Because they have those eye flaps, and I'm like, whatever, they're just being sentries right now, it makes sense. They're in a fucking battle. Put those goddamn things down. You, uh, <laughs> It drives me insane. Right. I fucking hate them, and I thought maybe for once we'd see, like, the dead thing how the down. armor was supposed to be worn. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really. I, don't, I think they're just for show. Uh, okay, so, so they're standing off. At, well, yep. With everything here, because Cersei's just standing up there drinking her wine with a smirk on her face. Did anyone else like think, oh, she's got something up her fucking sleeves? Like, we're going to see I something, something's going to happen. I have, I just assumed it was arrogance. I thought she had something up her sleeve the entire time. Yeah, like something else. And spoilers, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so they're facing off. Everybody in the fucking city is screaming to ring the bells. Like, you hear screams and you hear ring the fucking bells. Well, no, um, that's after the the leader of the Lannister army when they're in the streets throws surrenders. the sword. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Lannisters start surrendering. The, the Lannisters drop their swords because they realize they've lost. I forgot about that. So then we have the Northern Army, as we'll call them, Daenerys's army, and the, the disarmed Lannisters standing there. And fucking Daenerys is still flying around, fucking shit up. Not the people yet, but she's fucking up the scorpions <laughs> and shit. And then we have this really cool scene where she flies in 
and she's it's framed like she's gonna come burn all these fucking people and then she just lands on this building right and she looks around and her fucking acting is so on fucking point uh-huh. here you just see you see it in her face she's like man i won looks at the red keep fuck that bitch yeah fuck all her people it's just it is the best singular moment in this entire series for sure oh we gotta point that the bells are ringing at this the bells are ringing Mm -hmm. at this point the bells have started to ring when she lands like they're surrendered it is done she has the throne doesn't have to do shit just walk up to the fucking steps and she's won uh did you guys uh when the when the Lannister army surrendered, did you hear one? Uh, did you hear that the army was yelling up to Cersei? They're like, "We surrendered! Ring the bells!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Fuck you! We're not doing this." So we don't know who rang the bells, but so they I got. I think wrong. it was Jamie. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because he's shown running through the streets. They show Cersei. They show Tyrion. He's staring at the bells. Jamie's running through the streets, and it, you know, jump cuts galore. And then Cersei's looking at the bell, and the shot before that is Jamie running. Mm. Maybe. And the bells I, I, so I just assumed it was. Bells. I think they would have given him that moment if it was his moment. But anyway, the bells start ringing. It might have been the civilians. Who knows? So Daenerys has this moment, and then she makes a fucking beeline for that red keep, dude. She's fucking so done. It, it, it was the like the little whimper she gave, and then like just melt into the fucking snap and done gone she's off yeah heavy fucking breathing this this brings back everything from root and stem uh i will blood and fire burn their cities to the ground all this shit that was the the next thing in my notes was just blood and fire in all capitals she she's full fucking tilt at this point and she gives a fuck about who it is Tyrion, super fucking not happy about this uh, like he, he, he knew this was coming, but he is not a fucking fan. So back down where the, the armies are facing off. John's there. He's standing next to gray worm. Gray worms like, fuck it. Picks up a spear, chucks it into one of the motherfuckers. The entire army fucking charges in around John. Who's mm-hmm. trying, trying to, to hold them back. back. <laughs> yeah. He's like, stop. Like we won and they just keep going. And he's like, fuck, I lost, like I lost them and she lost it. And now what? Like now what am I going to fucking do? I got a hundred problems now. That that's what happened. <laughs> it it's it's fucking rough. It is really rough, but it totally highlights this this entire episode is one hundred percent a George Martin thing. Like he has always been this fan of like wars are not good versus evil, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is no good side and bad side. Each side has their claim, and each side has like their negatives. So this entire thing flips what we thought was good versus evil. Like we see Northern soldier. We see a Northern soldier going for some fucking rape. Yeah. And John just, fucking kills that dude. Mm-hmm. Like John. And like, it's not just you. one guy. Dead. They, they, they just start killing indiscriminately at one point, you know, it starts with yeah, just the Lannister guards. Like, and then there's just throats and shit. Like there's girls watching their moms get their fucking heads cut off. Like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. That got really brutal. You're like, Oh my God. They are, it got fucking, they dialed up the gore for this part. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, the one where the fucking Lannister guy gets his both his hands chopped off? Like I, I didn't oh, that even notice that the first time. Yeah. It ugh. So it it's fucking it's beautiful. Like it really is. And we start seeing like the Lannisters, who we've seen as bad guys like the entire fucking time, the, the regular soldiers, they're like shepherding people. They're trying to get them to safety. Like they're trying to get mm-hmm. the civilians to safety. And it's just this moment of like, oh shit, we're the bad guys now. But most of our soldiers don't give a fuck. Like they're good with it. 
because Daenerys is is cool with it. Which does that mean that she has control now of like Jon's people, like that they're yeah. cool with her? Because that's kind of what it seems like. It was either that so, or I mean, yeah, third year you hype yourself up, getting ready to die, and when it doesn't happen, I mean, you're like, let's fucking go. Bloodlust, yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, so we cut away from this to the most useless character in this entire show. You're on Greyjoy. <laughs> he washes up on shore right in front of Jamie Lannister. What fucking timing. Yeah. And they have this fight where they both get stabs in and Euron's like, I fucking did it. Like you may have killed me, but I also killed you. I'm surprised that uh, Euron didn't fight dirtier in the fight. You know, he's a, he's a piece of shit. I'm surprised he wasn't throwing sand in Jamie's eyes or, you know, punching him in the yeah, dick a bunch. He had plenty of opportunities to actually kill him, like to mm-hmm. stab that shit in his fucking face or something. So anyway, he dies with a smile on his face and he's like, I did it. I killed the Kingslayer and then he dies. So fuck that well, guy. I'm, he's useless. <laughs> yeah. He said, I mean, he says a couple cool things. He tells Jamie when he like is walking out of the ocean, if you kill another King before you die, they'll sing of you forever. And Jamie says, you're no King. And he runs says, yeah, I am. Yeah. When I fucked the queen. When I fucked uh, your fucking sister, you fuckhead. So he's obviously, you know, trying to egg Jamie on there. I'm curious why he didn't talk about Cersei being pregnant then and, you know, try try to really push him over the edge like that. It seems like Euron's definitely the kind of guy that would rub him like, yeah, I fucking knocked your sister up, bro. Trying to get him to fight him. Yeah, I just I don't, he just seems super wasted. Like, not drunk, but like wasted. Because he's a super good character in the books, right? He's like joker he's not, levels of insane he's, like yeah but he's not that big of a character either i mean we just know yeah that he's, that, he's not like him. he's doing like once the they're at the king's mood i think where he uh takes everything from yara but he's just like super devious fucking drunk as hell every scene he's in and way more intelligent than how they pertain in the books so this just seems like a waste it really was so after this cut we see um sorry yeah they fight yeah okay they fight they finished dragons Come around, they're circling around, or Drogon, I'm sorry, is circling around, and the Hound and Arya are shown on the map, on the, the map that's at the Red Keep, about to go up to see Cersei, right? Mm-hmm. This is where we have one of the other best moments of this entire show, where the Hound stops Arya. She's like, he's like, you don't want to, you don't want to be like me. You don't want to turn into me. Like, revenge yeah, is not another one of my favorite scenes from the series in general. It just made the Hound into such a fucking great character, you know, like that we knew he could be this entire time. So he says, you you think you've wanted revenge for a long time? I've been after it my whole life. Like, it's all I care about. Look at me. Do you want to be like me? You came with me and you die. You come with me and you die here. And so he convinces Arya to not go, which I thought was really cool. To which Arya, as he walks away, says, hey, Sandor, first time. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, is that the first time that she actually called him by his name? <clears throat> yeah, that's the first time. Anybody, 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 yeah. So yeah, that was, a, that was a nice moment for Arya and the Hound. Yeah. Um, he, he goes up to find his brother and Cersei, and Arya presumably leaves. We don't actually see her leave, but we, we assume. Then we have the meeting on the stairs. <laughs> the Clegane Bowl. Uh, first, yeah, I just want to say... Insert the Monday night football theme there. This was another beautiful fucking scene. First off, the mountain throws fucking Kyburn into a fucking wall. He, he flicks him into a wall and explodes his head. Crushes him. Just fucking dead super immediately. That was pretty yep. fucking cool. So Cersei just is like, excuse me, I'm going to leave now. You guys do your thing. 
So she fucking walks down the stairs and we have the cocaine bowl, which seems like a super one-sided fight. Like the mountain is not giving a fucking inch really, but the keep has crumbled. It's this fight on the stairs. There's the sky above them. It's like the stairway to nowhere. Like there's no escape mm-hmm. from this. I don't Very think Vader esque feelings from the mountain. Yeah. The mountain super looks like fucking a fucked up, puffed up veiny Darth Vader. Now that his armor is off, uh, we don't need to go into beat by beat moment of this. I don't think, but a beat my ends moment. <laughs> beat by beat, beat by beat by beat and the meat. They fight at the end of it. The mountain has the hound. He fucking picks him up, starts pressing his thumbs into his eyes. Right. Ugh. Got that Oberyn Martell grip. Yeah. <laughs> like both of the mountain signature moves, throw somebody into a wall and push their fucking eyes out. <laughs> At this point, I was like, oh, fuck, is this how this is going to happen? Like, we the mountain is actually going to win again? PTSD right there. Yeah, yep. for sure. <laughs> I heard the scream. I heard his scream. And so we, we all thought that was going to happen. We're like, no, man, like, the bad guy can't win, right? I know it's Game of Thrones, but he can't, right? The hound pulls out a knife, sticks it through the back of his fucking skull, just like Arya said she was going to do to the hound. <laughs> hound has one eye. He's got one good eye, and the other one's smushed like a fucking grape. <laughs> And he fucking tackles, tackles a linebacker through a fucking wall and they fall into the fire. Like, perfect ending for the Clegane Bowl. I don't know that fucking, I would have wanted Sandor to win the fight. Yeah, and I don't think I wanted either of them to win and just be like, fine. Like, yeah, I did it. Like the mountain or the, not the mountain, the hound Sandor overcoming his fear of fire through his hatred of his brother was fucking mm-hmm. great. Like the two things he fucking hates the most in the world came together and took one another out. It was really yeah. cool. I have no complaints about that fucking fight. No, nope. me either. It played out good. Uh, as we close up the episode, we have a fucking point of view of Arya in the streets. And this is where shit gets fucking really cringeworthy because Daenerys is still going fucking crazy. Like she's still burning everything. And Arya super fucked up, like covered in like ashes and blood and just looking super fucking badass. First off. She's running through the streets. She's just trying to find safety. She's trying to help people where she can. She runs into um, a mother and her daughter who saved her, you know, previously as she was about to get like stomped on and shit by yeah. people rushing. Again, very battles of the bastards. When uh, yeah. John's getting rushed by all his guys. Yeah. Like getting fucking trampled. Arya does what she can. She can't do anything. Like, I don't know. There's moments in here. There's like specific moments in here that are greater than others, but it's all fucking cool. But at the end of the day, everything fucking falls down and Arya watches a bunch of people fucking burn and can do nothing about it. Yep. Uh, John still trying to save people like throughout, like still trying to get people out of there. Stop killing innocents, all that sort of shit. I guess the final thing we should probably talk about is that Jamie meets up with Cersei. They meet up on the fractured map in the Red Keep and Jamie's like, hey, I had to be here with you. Let's go to this passage and we'll escape. <sighs> they go underground, passage is blocked. Yeah, so Jamie got stabbed, fatally stabbed by Euron, I would say twice, you know, he got stabbed twice in the chest, mm-hmm. somehow runs all the way up to the top of the Red Keep to get Cersei, and then runs all the way back down through all of the crypts and stuff without, you know, he's still, he's totally cool. Bleeding to death. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to go up the Red Keep, right? Isn't that on the ground uh, floor? Who the fuck knows? I don't think they've I, ever done. Yeah. I always think it's like in a tower. Yeah. He went from the beach to the red keep and then down into the crypts at the very least. Yeah. 
So they get down there, their passage is blocked, and they have this moment together where Cersei fucking breaks. She is no longer the one in power. She's fucking afraid. She's afraid for her kid. She's afraid for herself. She's afraid for Jamie. And Jordan, I want you to isolate that sound that Trace just made when you said <laughs> Cersei cries. Yeah, it was one of the like, <laughs> like sent a chill up my spine. <laughs> it was great, man. She was fucking terrified. It was it was great for a number of reasons because we we fucking have hated Cersei for so long and she finally got some justice like dying by being crushed by fucking rubble like she didn't go out like a martyr she didn't go out a hero she went out like a bitch <laughs> but it also did a really good job of like humanizing her like I did what I did for my family like she always says that she, I, I always do what I do for my kids you know that sort of stuff and it really humanized her as like okay she's she's a cunt she did a lot of bad things but in her world she still was doing the right thing. And that just the whole fucking battle. Good guys, bad guys. It doesn't fucking matter. Also, Daenerys, I guess she we uh, thought was a good guy. You know, that sort of uh, shit. I guess she must have actually been pregnant because she told Jamie, you know, I, I want to live. I don't want our yeah. baby to die. We thought but, she was uh, lying yeah, I guess she was. the whole time. Yep. I thought it was definitely a possibility. But yeah, I, I guess she was pregnant. It doesn't really fucking matter because apparently, oh, yeah. apparently, apparently they died. They got crushed. <laughs> Oh, they, they definitely did. There's no way in hell they're not dead. They had a fucking point, entire castle fall on them. Yeah, but you know, not the entire castle. Right? I wonder from this scene as we come up to the end of this show, I or at the end of this episode. I'm sorry. I wonder if this, combined with Tyrion letting Jamie go, is a huge point of contention for Daenerys. Not having Cersei's body, not knowing that she is oh. dead, and having. Jamie take that away or Jamie via Tyrion take that mm -hmm. away from her by moving her from the red keep. Um, and then I also wonder if Tyrion spins it as I led them into a trap. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe he had Davos fucking close the, the exit. No, oh, who knows? I don't know. I don't know, but I wonder if that's where this is going to go for Tyrion to like save his ass. Right? Yeah. So last thing we see is this really cool moment with Arya. She fucking wakes up. Ash is falling. The city's quiet. She gets on a horse and she rides away. Is Bran the horse? She, it's an Uber. So. Bran's totally got to be the horse. They're sending the horse over there or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I care. I don't. I don't no. care either. I was just curious what you guys thought. Yeah. So I, I really liked Jamie's arc in this entire show. He went out like he said he would, as we mentioned before. Yep. He couldn't help himself. You know, he he was really the true embodiment of the like good versus evil figure because he was so on both sides. Mm -hmm. I thought that was great. Um, I have two other notes about this and about what I think the finale is going to hold. I think Daenerys is going to kill Tyrion. She's going to finish off the Lannisters just like that. I think Arya is going to kill Daenerys. Sansa is going to take over for the lack of Targaryens. And then Jon is going to go north and maybe rebuild the wall. I think mine is the exact opposite of that. I think, well, Tyrion, I think, is going to die. I think that's probably going to be, like, one of the first scenes we see. Um, I hope not. Yeah, I, think I John, mean, I, I don't want him to die, but I think that you guys are right. He's, he's going to have to. Dead. Yeah. I think John is going to end up killing Danny quite possibly when she's trying to, like, actually, you know, take the throne. Like, hey, I'm your queen. He's going to kind of be like, fuck it. I didn't sign up for this. Going to kill her. And he's going to fulfill the Azora High prophecy, pulling the sword out. It's going to be flaming just like the actual Azora High. 
and he's going to take the throne. And then I don't know what the fuck's going to happen after that. <laughs> there's an hour and a half. That's going to take like what? Five minutes. So yeah, I don't <laughs> see any way that John takes the throne. I just don't. Yeah. Unless, unless it's the only option. I don't, I don't know. Like, but it's in not, order to keep everything from descending into absolute chaos. Oh, the other thing I think is going to happen that leads kind of leads to that. All the other kingdoms are going to be sending their shit over there. And I think they're going to show support for John and he's going to have, be kind of like, forced to take the throne like you don't want to but he's going to be forced to kind of deal so i'm surprised civil war i'm surprised that both of you guys think that john lives um yeah i think he's gonna die honestly stark men have a track record of dying when they go south and while john might not be 100 a stark he's you know he's still got the north in him but is there Um, a logical reason for him to die does daenerys kill him yeah so i think danny kills I think Danny kills John. I think Arya kills Danny. Sansa becomes Queen of the North, and then the now six kingdoms just fuck off and crumble because there's no legitimate heir, you know, unless Gendry, which I didn't even think about until we talked about that <laughs> just earlier. Shows was like, oh, we'll sit on the throne. It becomes a fucking democracy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. Also, uh, Ariel brought up. She asked me if. If Danny tries to burn John, do you think that he, like can fire if fire can't burn a dragon and John's Oh fuck. Technically a Targaryen, can he What the fuck? I if? think that's a Danny thing because her brother was killed by fire. No, he was killed by, he was a, killed by molten, molten metal, metal. right? <laughs> I mean, it's still hot though. Yeah. And they've shown with Danny that heat doesn't affect her whatsoever. She picked up a fucking hot as hell dragon egg. And the water, like I think that is a specific Danny thing. So, okay. I think that would be sick if that's what happens. She It'd be cool as fuck. Hell yeah! Does the fucking Night King thing, and he's like, <laughs> "Bitch!" And then Arya comes out and just fucking stabs her. <laughs> I don't know. I just the, the faceless men tried to kill the Targaryens, right? And Arya's Arya's a faceless man, right? Yeah, technically. Yeah, we've got. We're. I'm going to a Game of Thrones party later where we had a. We did like a betting pool, and one of the questions was, who do you think is going to sit on the Iron Throne? And I put no one, you know, just because I honestly don't think anyone's going to sit on the Iron Throne. But <laughs> now I think... But also yeah, yeah, now, yeah, now I've got a, a no one. I can I can swing that as well as like, oh, no, that's not what I meant. I meant that no one was going to... You tricky fucking bastard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have anything else to say about this. I feel shockingly confused about what could even possibly happen in the last yeah. episode. And I've apparently never they shot like 15 different endings, so all these leaks that are out there that have been true up until this point, <coughs> I don't think any of like the actual last episode ending leaks are going to be true. So What if, what if it's just an hour and a half of all the endings? <laughs> like, <laughs> but what if? <laughs> what if it's an accident? What if they accidentally do that? That'd be great. Uh, I just want to mention one last thing that I thought was really fucking cool. As Daenerys was flying around burning the city, we saw the explosions of wildfire called it uh, which, yeah fucking called it but it wasn't as which, big as a factor and because i thought she was gonna ignite like some like big pocket that was left and it was just gonna level the entire fucking city but wait so, what, so what did left. you what did you call for like what what was that, that to wildfire you? was going to play a part in the destruction of the city like there was oh, some okay. left i thought either cersei was gonna ignite it around the army um when they were marching into the walls or that the opposite was gonna happen uh, drogon was gonna ignite a patch and it was just gonna okay like, entire city at once yeah so this this was something i hadn't thought about but they had mentioned in the past that her father had set up caches of wildfire as traps 
Yeah, so yeah, that's Probably what I was going to say. If, if, if that was a Cersei plant or if that was just leftover remnants from when well, Ares yeah. was going to blow the tent. They had like the big area with it underneath right. the sept and everything like that. So I was like, there's got to be more. Probably nobody alive knows where they are. They couldn't have found them all, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah, me too. But I don't know, man. Anything else before we take off into the sunset on a white horse and wait for the finale? No, no, I kind of wish we could just fast forward till tomorrow so we can watch it and then back <laughs> today so I can have my weekend. So <laughs> True. Very true. You know what? It'll be here before you know it. Yeah, then it'll be gone. And yeah. For a couple of years, then we get the prequels. But who gives a fuck about yeah. that right now? I just want Robert's Rebellion. I don't give a fuck about any <laughs> of the other uh, stuff. Just give, me, right. just give me a two-hour movie with the Battle of the Trident. That's all I care yeah. about. From- well, thank you all for joining me for this. Holy That's shoot. our thoughts on Game of Thrones. <clears throat> for now. Fire and blood. Ep- episodes. <clears throat> Last of the Starks and the Bells, numbers four and five. One I believe more. that we'll be back. Yep. Oh, man. One more? Well, one more. I thought you were going to say one more thing. No, one more. I, I believe that we'll be back to talk about that finale. I think we'll do that. I would really love to talk about the whole series, but that might be like an 18-hour podcast, so yeah. I'll never <laughs> anyway, let's go do that. Let's go watch it tomorrow. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows when you're listening to this? I don't know when you're listening to this. Well, it's anyway, probably not going to come out till Monday. Well, Trace, get your shit together and just get it done. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> someone, someone leak it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. See you. Bye. I know you don't care about your people. Why should you? They hate you. And you hate them? You're not a monster. I know this. I know this because I've seen it. You've always loved your children. More than yourself than Jamie, more than anything. I beg you, if not for yourself, then for your child. Your reign is over, but that doesn't mean your life has to end. doesn't mean your baby has to die. If you have any last words, now is the time.